Blog Talk Radio. Uh, 
they're creating the petrol yuan to compete with the U.S. dollar. And um, that's the currency. In China and Malaysia, they're creating the AMF, the Asian Monetary Fund, to replace the IMF, which is controlled by the United States. Um, so now countries can go to them and get loans, you know, for their resources and stuff. So uh, Africa is pretty much in line with the BRICS, it seems like. It doesn't look like they're... Uh, they sent all, all those people over there. I think Dr. X said he was getting into Africa this, this week. They sent all those people over there, but it doesn't seem to have worked. Um, as soon as um, the, the Americans leave, the, whoever they met with starts talking bad about them, you know, so publicly. So, um, yeah, the U.S. dollar system is collapsing. And um, the monetary system and the social system kind of coincide with each other here. Um, and they've con- what they've done is they've chosen to replace the old monetary system. Instead of fixing the problems, they decided to replace the old monetary system with a new system that works more like a monitoring system, uh, a system that compensates people by giving them mer- merits. Um, um, so... When you get a merit, I don't know if you ever got merit before. See, merit merit isn't isn't a great thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's good if you're getting it. You know what I'm saying? So let's just say um, let's let's take the teaching exam, right? It's four parts to the teacher's exam, right? Okay. If you pass you if you pass three, they'll give you the fourth part on merit. Even though you failed it, they'll pass you on the fourth part when the merit that you passed the other three. So it's it's a it's a system where you reward some and, and you don't reward others. It's a really complicated system, and that's what we're going to get into because this is what they're um, creating here. Um, so when I went to school in high school, we got these things called demerits. Okay, and and this is how this system is going to work. Uh, let's just say a, um, a true meritocracy. Let, let's start there. A true meritocracy is a government or society in which the people are chosen and moved into positions of success, power, and influence on the basis that their demonstrated abilities, uh, excuse me, on the basis of their demonstrated abilities and merit, while the mass, by the masses who lack the abilities and merit will suffer under the tyranny of being demerited. So, um, you know, once you got a certain amount of is demerits, that, you got a detention. Go ahead, Pat. Is that something like the old boy network? Is is not well, so this is much. Like, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Um, yeah, the old boys network is how the merit is how the meritocracy used to work, right? So the meritocracy mm-hmm. used to how the United States is supposed to work. We all start on an even level playing field. Now we already know we don't start on that same playing field as other people, right? So we're already mm-hmm. getting demerited from the start. 
Uh, but once you start on that evil, equal level playing field, everyone's supposed to have the same opportunities. However, if I make the best out of my opportunities, then I'm able to afford a lifestyle that my children can um, go to better schools than everyone else. They can um, get tutors. I can afford tutors. I can um, have them in a very safe area where there's no uh, outside influences that they can um, be swayed to indulge in. I can do all of those things, which gives them an advantage. So they're starting on a higher playing field than my, you know, than the average person is. So the the old boys network is those people, you know what I'm saying? Their parents, they, 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 they come from wealth. So they already have the merit. They were born with the merit. They didn't have mm-hmm. to work for it. You get what I'm saying? They didn't have to work mm-hmm. for the merit. They were born with it. Okay. Um, the way this new system is going to work, it's going to work the opposite. See, they're going to give you demerits. Now, um, you don't get demerited in the system. You just don't get merit in the way it always works. But in this new system, um, have you ever been on, um, kicked off of Facebook or um, YouTube or Twitter? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got got demerited. Mm -hmm. You got punished for not being of merit, right? And the punishments okay. are going to come in the form of this new economic system. So this new economic system, uh, which they're, instead of making a monetary system, they're making a monitoring system. They can monitor everything we do, everything we buy, right? Because they're going to have a digital currency. And they're going to monitor everything we say online and then anything that we're doing that's not in step with what they want, we get demerited, um, which will go down to um, things as simple as what we put in our mouth. Um, they're going to say, hey, these foods here are no good for you. You know, so you go and purchase that stuff and um, you'll be demerited because you're not taking care of yourself. You get, you get what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, it works well, similar to that. that now. Okay, so that's what they're doing now, like on YouTube. A lot of people are making like thousands of dollars, and then all of a sudden, no warning or nothing, that get, that's, they got demerit. So that affected their money, where they were getting thousands. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting two, three hundred or something like that. Yeah. So that's yeah. the demerit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's because they said something that, see, the, um, how these things work is they have algorithms like bots mm-hmm. that read everything mm-hmm. that you say and listen to everything you say. They make a transcript of it. And if, if anything you say is against their rules and guidelines, then they can punish you for saying it, right? So I know several people who were getting monetized until COVID hit and they started talking down about the the shop. And the second that they were not online with just saying, you know, nothing about that, that vaccine, um, they were talking about it. They got demerited. All of a sudden, their channel gets demonetized. They took away the ability for them to make money mm-hmm. off their channel. No longer are uh, advertisers going to pay to put commercials. That's how you get monetized on YouTube. So they'll stop your video in the middle 
or somewhere, and then a commercial will start playing. And that advertiser, well, you get a piece, a percentage mm-hmm. of the money that they spend to advertise on your video. Um, but once you started talking bad about the shops, they could say, oh, our advertisers don't want to advertise on people who don't agree with the fact that COVID-19 is real. You see what I'm saying? So but now, that's how they do everything. Well, now they're doing it just like, okay, uh, I've been getting a lot of complaints with, the, like, the terror readers. They're not talking nothing political. They're just doing their thing, and uh, a lot of them are getting demeritized, not even violating yeah. anything. Yeah, make sure yeah. If, if they mentioned that, that, that vaccine, and then who knows, maybe they want to start – getting away with the spiritual stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe they want to start demonetizing stuff that's dealing with anything other than the religion they want you to. You see, that's the that's the, right. the bad part about this whole thing is they'll have too much control, especially once the money becomes under their control, you know? Um, but when you look back at it and think um, democracy has failed, um, politicians have been compromised, and the people are looking for experts to replace them. They're not looking for politicians to replace the politicians. They're looking for experts. The experts these days are the technocrats and the scientists, and they'll be chosen as roles of leadership in a meritocracy. Okay, you're you're not going to pick people based off of personality. But this is the danger in it, because who's the technocrat that's running things, right? Because you had a pandemic. I'll be damned if Bill Gates wasn't in charge of the whole damn thing, right? And he brought a scientist mm-hmm. with him, Dr. Fauci. So these are the two experts that were able to lead the country, not the politicians. You see how it started just like that. Um, so now who, who do they ask for every information on whatever's going on? They, they call Elon Musk. Elon Musk got more influence than the damn president. So how easy would it be for people to say, you know what, instead of these stupid politicians, let's let these tech experts, let's let these scientists like Dr. Fauci and others who's doing this stuff, because they're the experts. They know better. And that's how the meritocracy um, starts to become computerized, become um, total tyranny for, uh, for the people who are of merit. You understand that most people won't be of merit. Right now, when you look at the, like you said, the old boys club, it's only 1% of America is in that old boys club. The other 99% is trying to get there. You know, so uh, when you go from 99%, how many people do you think will be of merit when everything you say and do is being scrutinized? You know what I'm saying? You know, um, so... Um, that's what we're going to get into tonight, this meritocracy. And, um, you know, also a huge part of the meritocracy is it's the end of the privacy. It's not going to be any more private property, private citizens. Um, all privacy will disappear. And we've already given away most of our privacy um, already. You know, just look at, and this is from The Economist way back in 1999. And I, I, read the, I read this paragraph and I started cracking up because none of this stuff existed in 1999. They were predicting the future. Don't forget the iPhone didn't come out until 2005. Okay, so this is six years before the iPhone. 
Um, remember, they always are watching you. Use cash when you can. Do not give your phone number, social security number, or address unless you absolutely have to. Do not fill out questionnaires or respond to telemarketers. Demand that credit card, credit and data marketing firms produce all the information they have on you. Correct errors and remove them from the marketing list. Check your medical records often. If you suspect the government agency has a foul on you, demand to see it. Block call ID on your phone. Keep your number unlisted. Never use electronic toll booths on the road. Never leave your mobile phone on or your movements can be traced. Do not store credit card data or discount card data on your phone. If you do, if you must use the internet, encrypt it, encrypt your email, reject all cookies, never give your real name when registering to websites. Better still, use somebody else's computer when registering to websites. At work, assume every call, voicemail, email, and computer is being monitored. Now, we gave away all those rights when we took the iPhone, when we took the Android. Right? If the tracking is always on. It don't work without the GPS tracking. That's how it connects to the satellite, right? So you're always right. being tracked. They took all, I mean, it, it went from half the toll booths are electric with the easy pass. The other ones you still had to stop and pay someone. Now they got two with the person and the rest of them are all easy pass. So you can stay on that line for an hour and go through that one of those two lines with a person or you could just go through the easy pass and, and capitulate. Most people just capitulated after a while. You know, so when you just look at all these things, the, the data we give, heck, every website you, you join, you got to enter your name, your, 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 birth, your birth date, your, your, um, you know, and it has to be accurate because you got to match your credit card, right, because you're going to purchase stuff. So all of that mm-hmm. stuff, uh, they said don't put credit cards and discount cards on your phone. Your phone is the credit card now. You know, I swipe my phone that go on the train now or my credit card. I don't even have to buy a Metro card. So it's um the, just a new way of doing things. In 1999, well, from 2005 to 2023, this has been our reality. So we've given away all our privacy already. So now all they have to take is the private land, which they can do easily. Um, and, and some people will put up a fight for it, but they'll have a good reason why they're doing it. So um, all of that's coming to, to pass. Um, and with this meritocracy, with all this information they collected on us, damn, I mean, they know if you, they know when you you took a piss in public, they know when you, um, you, you know, you, you, you hit that car but kept going, they know. You know, uh, when you had a fight with your with your, your spouse, they know uh, when you cheated on your spouse. They know everything that you did because they got the track on you. They got your text messages. They know more stuff about you than you know about yourself. So um, that gets into how this whole meritocracy came to start. And uh, it all starts, anything in the system of capitalism starts with industry. And uh, we did a show before on surveillance capitalism. And that's pretty much what this is. It's just um, they, they figured out how they're going to give you a score. And how merit will work is, see, um, 
this is going to be a demerit system. So let's just say we all start at an even kiddo. Let's give, say they gave us all a score of 1,000, okay? And if we get keep that 1,000 score, we could do whatever we want to do. You know, that's in the, that's of the rules, you know. You can have whatever you want. But it, anything that you do that they don't want you to do, they take away a few points from your thousand. They keep taking points away. Keep taking points away. Keep taking points away. And you're not able to ever catch back up. So you're never going to be able to have the successes in life that you want because your merits. Not that you're not not that you're not competent, not that you're not trained or professional, not that you're not educated in that field, just that your merit, your your the way you feel, the way you live your life, the the experiences that you had in your life all weigh against you and you're not able to get to that next level. Uh, does that make sense what I just said, Beth? Yeah, it makes sense. But then who who is deciding all of this? Who's deciding the way, you know, you might want to live one way, another person want to live another way. Who is to, to decide who's doing is Is it AI doing this or who, who's doing all this deciding? Uh, the, the rules would be made by people, um, but the AI okay. would be doing all the deciding. The enforcer. And, um, okay. kind of, yeah, they'll be the, the people. I mean, they're going to let the people that enforce things know Yo, this person isn't following the rules. You know, look at him the same way it does on YouTube. Just like a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, I was in um, something happened in YouTube that had me pissed off, and I got watched the video, so I responded to the video, and um, I called someone a racist bitch, <laughs> right? Or the video <laughs> in my comments. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. They, they wouldn't let me send a message for two weeks every day. You wow. got 10 days left. You got nine days left. I said, damn. And I, I challenged her, like, I didn't make it up. She is a racist bitch. Like, I'm trying to explain to her. But that's but they was like, oh, That's my opinion, but my opinion weighed against mm-hmm. me. So here I'm mm-hmm. unable to do anything I want to do on YouTube. I just could watch the video. I can't say nothing. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just frozen. And I'm like, damn, I'm pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't do, I didn't say nothing that was wrong. I mean, I could prove it, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's how it works. So they put me on punishment, mm-hmm. and um, I got put, I, I got a demerit, man. They demerited me. They, <laughs> they put you in YouTube prison. <laughs> we call yeah, it. Yeah, they put you. In- <laughs> Put me in jail, man. You know, <laughs> you know. But see, <laughs> yeah. So um, let's just uh get into this part here, um, uh, because um, once again, a meritocracy, a system, organization, or society in which people are chosen and moved into positions of success, power, and influence on the basis of their demonstrated abilities and merit while the masses who lack the abilities and merit suffer under the tyranny of demerited, being demerited, and losing their privileges and entitlements, okay? Uh, Once again, what happens when they control the money? They control whether you eat tonight, right? Because um, I'm that person that said something they didn't like. I'm talking against them. 
Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what I'm yeah. saying on YouTube. They're doing it already. You know, these people are just doing readings. You know, they no politics or nothing in it. But the uh, algorithm is saying, no, we ain't going to let you eat this week or we, this month or however. So they're doing it already. Yep, exactly. Um, so this works a lot different than um, how industrial capitalism works. Mm-hmm. Um, this merit capitalism or surveillance capitalism system that they're moving into. In the past, you had factories. You wanted mass production. You wanted to make products and sell them for a profit um, and keep your workers' wages fairly low, your workplace, your workforce as small as possible, um, and, and have a successful business. And, and um, the, the key business that model that everyone's followed is the model of Henry Ford. And of course, he got his business model from George Washington College which is called the assembly line. And everyone for the since the Ford Corporation was started has been following the same model, mass production. Keep it keep it going. Um a surplus of products. As long as you make the products, there'll be a demand of people to buy it. If the demand's not there, lower the price and take a little loss. That that's been the way it's been going. Uh, and how we got there was because um capitalism evolved by bringing things that existed outside of the marketplace and bringing them into the marketplace so they can be commoditized, bought, sold, rented, leased, and and people can make money off of it. Um, One of the examples of that is nature. Um, While market capitalism, nature, in, in the previous system, nature was outside of the marketplace. Um, but as they got into this industrial capitalism, market capitalism, industrial, uh, I mean, the real estate um, land in nature was created into something called real estate. Real estate was able to be bought into the market, to be sold, bought, leased, rented. It never was before. You know, based off of the real estate you own, you can sell it for a premium. You know, a beachfront, a lakefront, a riverfront, a oceanside, ocean view, river view, parkside, commercial real estate, parking lots, real, uh, industrial real estate, residential real estate, special use real estate, home properties, rental properties, vacation homes, time sharing properties, recreational real estate. All of this stuff was brought into the market, right? Um, this was the driving force of capitalism for about the last hundred years. Trees have value. Removing trees costs money. Wood has value. Flowers have value. The crops have value. Vines have value. Grass has value. All of these things on this land has a value. All that stuff is brought into the market through real estate. Real estate is huge. Um, anything that can be um, brought into the market, bought and sold into commerce, is um, coming out of the realm of being built somewhere on some piece of land. So real estate is the most important um, thing that drove the market previous to this new merit system they're coming from. 
There ain't going to be no owning property anymore. They're going to own all the property. You're going to get to stay on that property based off of your merit. Okay? You're good behaved and do what you're supposed to do. There ain't going to be no jobs. Then you can have that property. You can stay in that um, domicile or wherever they have you living. And if your merit is higher than that person, you get to live in this nicer property, in this nicer neighborhood. Uh, the lower your merit goes, the lower on the status state that you live. So you could go from the mansion or you could be in the projects based off of your behavior. Okay? Um, the next thing they had to bring into the, and of course, once they brought the real estate into the market, landowners became very wealthy. And, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, they, they, they better sell their land. Um, human activity was the next thing they had to bring into the marketplace. And um, this is what drove industrial capitalism. Human activity became something that could be bought and sold and leased and bartered. Prior to this, you were an indentured servant or a slave, or, or you owned the property. You didn't have any other, anything in between that. They created something called wages and labor. Salary labor, wage labor, tips, gratuities, all of these different ways to pay people for their labor. Um, and that's how the human being became brought into the marketplace. Your physical being, your physical body was brought into the marketplace. And as long as you were enacting in labor, you would be able to be paid and compensated for your labor. And that is determined, you know, your, your living uh, arrangements. Uh, and it's safe to say labor is soon something that will no longer exist. There's going to be very few jobs, and those jobs will go to the people who have the most merit. Um, they now want to bring something different into the market, and this is where the meritocracy comes in. This is where it gets dangerous. They want to bring human experience, the human experience itself, into the market and make that the driving force. No longer will the real estate be the driving force. No longer will the people's labor be the driving force. They want your experience. The data they collect using from us using AI predicting our next experience is more valuable than they found out than any piece of land. The biggest companies in the country, Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook, what do they sell? They sell your data. They don't sell nothing else. You understand? So this is um this is was a turning point in two thousand one when Google took their search engine and began advertising on it. And the advertising um bought about sell, trying to sell us things and they started selling the data. The data was being collected collected already on how we spell words, misspell words, made grammatical errors, made typos, how we use punctuation, if we use it proper or improper. And they did all of that from just the search engine. And they realized that from doing that, they can predict sometimes the next word we're going to type. You know, I was, they'll have going. Yeah, I was going to say that. I just keep, you know, hit going. Yeah. You know, so they started predicting your next um, your next word, predicting 
the mistakes you were going to make because you made that mistake so much, you know, and just correcting it for you. And um, what they realize is that from them predicting our next words, they can predict our next experience. And people say, you know what, advertisers in particular say, we want to purchase that information from you. Um, if you could predict what they're going to do next, yeah, we want in on that. So that's when it became a big thing. Um, then they realized that they can collect data about our personal personalities and interests just by adding a little extra feature to the form, to their search engine. Now they can tell our personality traits. They can tell our interests, the things that interest us. Then they realized they can predict specific things um, that we were about to do, um, specific things that we are about to use, uh, specific places we are about to go. Um, and, and all of this stuff became, they got better at it, and they realized they were right more than they were wrong. And because, um, of course, they have the GPS on your phone. They know your, your location all the time. They know who you're talking to. They, they know who you're communicating with because in order to communicate with another device, you got to have their IP address. So this became, they got so good at this that they started, they made this their only business model. Google. We're not going to sell nothing else but these predictions. Um, and that's when they became even bigger. And next thing you know, they're worth a few trillion dollars. What are they selling? They're not selling any product. They're not selling any tangible, physical thing at all. They're selling nothing, just data. And they're worth more than all the rest of the companies. So capitalism had to switch. It's not about making these products and selling them and driving revenue and all of those business models of the past all had to go. It's all about collecting the data. It's all about collecting the data. Um, so what happened after this is we went from the customer or the user of Google to the raw material that Google uses. They sell our predictions about what we're about to do, and we're the resource. We're not the, you know, they're resourcing us. They're mining us for our data and selling it. Um, and we don't even know. We don't even care. It's just, you know, if you ever saw the Matrix when they had all those babies and they had them just be in those machines, just powering the machines, you know what I'm talking in about? In the that? test too. Yeah, they were in yeah. like test tubes. Yeah, that's us. But you know really, what? Really. Now, you, now you got some people that that know upon what they're doing, and so what they're doing is they charging these uh, corporations and these companies for their source data. So they're using your data and getting money off of it. So uh, why can't you? You they using your information, your name, your social, all of that. And so people are saying, wait a minute now, we're going to charge you. You're going to use our source data. You're going to have to pay us for our source data. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. I'm going to definitely try to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are um, doing that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, we're the warm material being mine so that they can take our information and make money off of it. 
That's slavery. You're not getting paid for being inside of Google's labor force. You're thinking that we're just searching for stuff. Every day they upgrade their systems to better mine us and predict our next steps, our next purchases, catch our highs and lows so they can predict the next high and low we have. They Then they created the tool to collect even more data from us. And um, let's take a look at Facebook and Google. Um, Google, who owns YouTube, they both use this thumb up and thumb down. We all saw that thumb up and thumb down. Um, but then one day they added emojis to the to the to the to the um the comment section. And emojis, the key word is emotions. So they realize from the emotions, the emojis that we use, they can tell our emotional state and also could put us in an emotional state uh, by giving us certain emojis instead of taking some away. Um they also like um McDonald's. I pass the McDonald's on my way to work every day. After about a few months, every morning I wake up and I grab my phone to see the time. I get a, and I look, and it's McDonald's. You get a free coffee today. You know, so they're trying to catch me before I get to work. So I could, they already got me in my head that they're offering me something for free so I could go into that McDonald's and buy something. It's all predictions. It's all predictive and um, all being sold by Google and giving them, also selling them access to our phones to advertise to us or under the guise of us not paying for Google, right? They're giving it to us for free. So this is what we get. So now you intermerit into this whole thing. Like we just said, you people have been kicked off of Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. People have been demonetized. The merit system, it's like a, a communist system but it's more like a communitism, communityism, not communism, communityism, okay? Because uh, when you're in YouTube, when you're on Facebook, and all of those apps, you're in a community. And from that community, they're able to um, give you a demerit for violating their policies and terms. Um, and like I said before, prior to this new system, uh, the best opportunities and things went to the people who had the most the most success successful parents. Um, that that went down. That wealth was passed down not only through finances, also through also through education, through access to to other people, through nepotism, um, and all of those things. Um, uh, when they brought people into the market, you brought all types of things into the market that wasn't going there before. People make things. People make um, baskets. People make um, clothes. People make uh, furniture. People made all those things, brought those things into the market, mass-produced those things. When we get away from mass production, what we're going to have is custom production. It would. See, that's why they moved all the factories out of the U.S. They, they already knew they were coming right where they're at right now. All that mass production is not necessary anymore. You're going to get everything custom. Um, based off of your merit, of course, you want this, you order it, it's going to come to you. They're not going to make millions of it. They're going to make it specifically for each person that purchases it, right? Reducing labor. This could be managed by the, the, the machines. 
And this is um just to further on to the merit. Uh, certain things you won't be able to buy if you don't have merit. Certain places you won't be able to go if you don't have merit. Um, look how it works in China. You can't, when they had the lockdown for COVID, they made it so that no one could leave Wuhan. You couldn't leave or enter that city. Once you were there, you were stuck there until this whole thing was over. Um, and they were able to manage that to 100% accuracy uh, for over a year using their merit system because everyone knew if they stepped foot out of Wuhan, they car, their phone ain't working no more. They, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they're not going to be able to access their bank accounts outside of Wuhan. Everything just worked in that specific area. If you stepped out of that area, everything shut off. So they were able to keep all their citizens there based off of the fact that they had this merit system. You got any questions, Beth? Yeah. And also, you know, we got these corporations, they look at, they put us under customers. And so we have to look at ourselves as consumers because this is how you can fight back with them because we got consumer protection laws. And so, you know, don't go under customer. Always you are a consumer, and this is how you can fight back with that too. Mm. Yeah, the, the, now the consumer, I wonder how the consumer laws work with Google because they don't charge you anything to use their service. You use it voluntarily. You know, they don't, they don't force you to use them. They're not charging you to use them. Uh, so you're not technically a consumer. Like I said, you're the, you're the um, resource that they're mining because they're selling your data. They, they don't, they, they're giving you their product for free so they can mine you and sell your data. You know, and this is more valuable than selling cars, this data they collect. This is I more know. valuable, you know, so why, why sell cars if we could just sell data? You know, so in steps Tesla, what do they collect? They collect information. That's really what they are. They're riding computers. They're really fast. They look good. But, I mean, they know your proclivity to turn left, doing how you're going to turn right. They know your weight, your size, through the sensors. Every, all this information they have, they're selling data, too. That's why they're the biggest car company in the world. And they only make a few okay, hundred thousand cars like, a year. Okay, but just like the car company, that you cannot get a car unless you give them your data. And this is exactly. where you then this is where you gotta charge them for your data. They they're gonna take your information yeah, and put it that. on the stock market and do whatever else that they gotta do. So it's like that's what I'm saying. That's where you are the consumer. That's where they wanna make you a customer. And you like, uh uh-uh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a consumer because I got consumer laws. You gonna take my data and and make money off of it. I'm gonna get some of that, a piece of that pie too, because I'm gonna charge you for using my data. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely look into that, cause, and if I can find something on it, I'm gonna do a show about it, so we could all get paid off yeah. of our data. You know. Yeah. Yes. Um, but. Yeah, I just wanted to introduce y'all to this meritocracy. It's a lot of um, good information on it, but how exactly it's going to work is, is, is kind of um, what's up in the ears 
on it, but it's, it's definitely coming. Um, you know, you can mark my words on it. Um, it. It's a lot of ways that, a lot of information on it that shows how the old meritocracy failed. And once again, we went into that how, in a, if we all started from the even line and you have more resources than me, then you're not starting at an even line. You know what I'm saying? You're you're already up here. Your kids are already being tutored. Your kids are going to the best schools. My kids are going to public schools. So that system of merit crash, they want to do it the opposite way, make it trickle backwards. So they're going to be, take away, give everybody a high standing. This is your reparations. I really believe that this is, they're going to give everybody this universal basic income. It's going to be a nice amount of money. Everyone can live off of it, and slowly they're going to decrease it based off of your merit. You know, if you do this wrong, take this away, pretty soon you're going to be left with nothing. You know, and that that's what I think they're they're ultimately going to do. That's why they want to take away the prisons. They, they want to take away all those things because they're just going to have a merit system. Um, there's no need to lock people up anymore. You know, we just cut them off. You know, it's, it's no that that'll be worse than locking them up. You know, just cut them off, and, and um, that's where I think they're going with this. Um, um, next week I want to do. Um, hopefully I have access to my normal computer and stuff, and I could do some more research and um, print some stuff out. But um, next week I want to do a show on um, Generation Beta. We did Generation Alpha before, and Generation Alpha turned 13 this January. Generation Beta was born on the day that ChatGPT came out. That's the new technology that the that every technology is. I mean, every generation is based off of the technology that that came out that changed the way that people thought that that that. Once you were born with that technology and, 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 um, and had access to it, you, you're not like the people that came before you. And we already saw how that worked with social media for Generation um, generation Y, how social media, they're totally different from us. Because we remember the time before Facebook and, and Instagram, or they don't. Um, generation Alpha, they turned 13, and just that fast, it's GPT. This next generation will be the first generation to live with AI and not know nothing other than uh, life with AI. Uh, the generation alpha, why, the reason why they're alpha, well, I'll get into all this next week. But, um, yeah, the, um, I'm going to do generation beta the next week. Unless something comes up with the banking system. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you have any calls this week, Barry? Uh, yes, I do. I have a hand raised. Let's see. Uh, area code 312. 312 632. Yes, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. I'm Admiral Thanks Nelson Bay, uh, Sister Bev, and to Brother Tutmos. You know, when black folks talk about financial reparations, we need to think in terms of gold-backed currency or um, gold-backed credit instruments in the form of 
electronic benefits transfer or EBT debit cards. And we have to be the people in charge. We have to take our rightful place in this world, which, you know, Martin Luther King spoke of. And we have to establish our own financial institutions like Greenwood Bank of Atlanta and just assume our rightful places in God's world. Because in a real sense, um, we own this planet. I'm a recent um, member of the uh, national, the, um, uh, the um, Morris Science Temple of America. And okay. I understand what Holy Prophet Noble Drali intended, and I'm doing it. I'm uh, the next Vice President of the United States under uh, Donald J. Trump. And uh, okay. I can show people better than I can tell them by just being that. And I want Dr. Robert X to let us know what his next meeting will be. When, when is next? When? I don't know. Robert, I like Robert him. Wait, if, well, if, not if, in here. When, when you say when you say you're the next vice president, what do you mean? The next vice president of the United States of America, I'm the only person who knows how to secure financial reparations for Asiatic, indigenous, African-American, uh, First Nations descendants of chattel slavery and native genocide and universal basic income for all U.S. natural persons, regardless of uh, race, creed, or color. I'm part and parcel of... Really, the Baha'i Administrative Order, which is located at the top mountain Carmel in Haifa, Israel. And the vision of Shoghi Effendi has been my vision for decades. Oh, okay. Um, so, you, you, do you know Donald Trump? I mean, like, are you, like, into, in, in meetings with him and stuff, or are you, is this just what you want to do? I'm doing what I'm doing. Those who do the most good say the least about it, Abdul Baha. Ah, definitely. Did you are you familiar with Ice Cube's um reparations? Um push? I'm are familiar, you familiar with, with that? Uh, I'm familiar with Ice Cube and the fact that he's been doing work on reparations. Well what do you think about the package he put out there? I'd like to have a face to face conversation with Ice Cube. My uh, email address is andrewnelsonbay at gmail.com. Anyone can contact me. It's a matter of public record. Wait a minute. Wait Andrew a minute. Say, 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 that, say that again. Andrew, say it again. Floor. A-N-D-R-E-W-N-E-L-S-O-N-B-E-Y at gmail.com. Andrewnelsonbay at gmail.com. Okay. Anyone can contact me. Anyone uh, can it. If I'm accessible okay. by way of electronic device. What okay. do you think about the um the ADOS and the FDA? Um, I came up with the concept concomitant with my national reparations referendum primarily for Asiatic indigenous African American uh, First Nations descendants of child slavery and native genocide. Um, so I don't have any particular comment about this ADOS that you speak of or that other thing that you mentioned. I'm doing what I'm doing. 
I, I don't particularly know much about it. Well, okay. I, no, I just asked because they they do a lot of um, pushing for reparations on on their YouTube channel. So I thought you might have been in network with them. I had a nice conversation with Dr. Phil Valentine a couple of years ago. And I like to meet uh, Billy Carson and 19 Keys. What, what about uh, Dr. Henderson? I don't know if I don't know if Dr. Henderson. I I just okay. saw his name and I did a little bit of um, research. I'm not particularly impressed by this person. Okay. I'm well, impressed by Admiral Nelson Bay when he becomes Vice President of the United States of America Republic. Joe mm-hmm. Biden is resident of the United States of America Incorporated. Right. And my president, Donald J. Trump, is going to be reelected next year. And I'm eager to get in contact with my president, Donald J. Trump. Anyone out there, please mm-hmm. let my president, Donald J. Trump, know that Andrew Clarence Merrill Nelson wants to meet with him, maybe at Mar-a-Lago or time and place of his own choosing, and I'll be there to the best of my ability, and we'll have a face-to-face conversation for the first time. And so are, so you say that, that there are two different corporations that's going on here. We got uh, Biden is with the Inc., America, United States, Inc., and Donald Trump is with the United States Republic. Is that correct? Something happened in 1871. I don't know all the particulars of it, but I'm adept okay. at invoking the key words. So I do effectively understand this. Maybe Constitution of 1871, I'm not sure. Okay. And so what is your agenda? What what is it that that you are saying? Right now, I want to get in contact with my President Donald J. Trump, period. I like President Trump. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully that his people is listening, and um, they got your email, and somebody can email you and you right. can tell them your plan. And I'm grateful for the okay. opportunity of sharing information which is helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay, General Nelson. Admiral Nelson B. Admiral, it's Admiral. Okay. He's a moral. I don't, so I, tell myself, I don't know the difference I between general <laughs> and admiral. I'm kind of I don't know. So I I, I imagine well, admiral, admiral is like is a general more. of the navy. Yeah, the sea okay. is the admiral. The land is the general. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you from the sea, you and the general is the <laughs> land. Okay, I got you. And my name is Andrew Clarence Merrill Nelson. That's my. Surname, my father's name was Andrew Douglas Nelson. So calling myself Admiral Nelson Bay, and you consider the uh, name Nelson so far as the Royal Navy of the UK, Horatio Viscount Nelson. Okay. All righty. Okay, Nelson. Uh, Admiral, excuse me. 
thank, thank you for you. that. And I hope somebody do reach out to you. I hope they're listening and they reach Indeed. out. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for joining our roundtable. And Indeed. anyone else have any questions or comments, you can call 323-642-1586 and push number one. Uh, and I'll open your line up. Thank you again, Admiral. Thank you for the okay. Admiral. Um, what do you, what okay. do you think is going to happen um, once this dollar collapses? And they entered, they issued this um, central bank digital currency. Were you speaking to me, Brother Tutmos? Yes, he said. Yes, yes. I said, um, what, what do you think is going to happen once this dollar collapses? And they Please mention your email address, and I'll put it to you in writing and send you an email to that effect. Oh, sure, sure. Okay. T, TJS812770 mm-hmm. at Gmail. So that's T A D X? No, no, T J S. T J S. Those are initials. Yeah, T, yeah, T like Thomas, J as in um, jump, and S as in stand. T J S. Mm hmm. Eight, the number eight, one, eight, two. Eight one two. Seven seven. Seven seven. At Gmail. At Gmail dot com. Yeah, because I was curious to see um um uh, you know what what did you think the climate was going to be um if this dollar collapses and we have this central bank digital currency replace it um do do, do you see um any outburst or any violence taking place? I have everything to do with how this currency is going to evolve. Okay. Explain. My capacity as Vice President of the United States, I'll be positioned to say and do what I need to say and do to accomplish the desired results. I'm very results-oriented. And I recognize laws of cause and effect to bring about the desired results. But so you all want to tell it. So, mm-hmm. There is a spiritual you, dynamic you, associated with writing, and there's a spiritual dynamic associated with speaking aloud. And one must mm-hmm. be wise in regulating right. one's word, both written and spoken. You don't want to show it, man. I just want a yes or no on this. So are, are you okay with the, the money being um, digital or not? Yes or no? I believe in digitized dollar gold parity, and I like the gold in Uganda to be the source to print mint 5 billion one gram arm Harriet Tubman faced United States notes to be held in escrow as collateral to securitize and effectively underwrite a credit instrument called universal basic income treasury direct accounts. See, my father was an accountant with the United States Army, and what he did is in my bloodline, and I'm doing what is the energy of intention of 
my ancestors. And I'm clear as to what my divine purpose and my divine mission is, and I'm doing it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you said you died. Wow, okay. Um, I got I got a friend from Uganda, and uh, well, a coworker. Uh, well, she she got fired, but um, but um, she she was a coworker, mom. and um, she was um, you know, always telling me how beautiful it is in Uganda, and and I kept saying, well, why are you here? You know, what I'm saying, but um. Uh, I'm going to look into Uganda because you said they have gold reserves. I thought the gold was down in South Africa, so I'm going to definitely look into that. And I'm going to look into the U.S. relationship. But I think Uganda just told the U.S. they don't want no gay people. Uh, they they outlawed homosexuality, and the U.S. said that they was cutting them off from the IMF. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm I'm going to look into that. 321 metric ton motherload of gold was apparently recently discovered in Uganda, and its estimated worth is about $13 trillion. And gold is always money, according to um, J.P. Morgan, a man who was very keen about gold in 1933. I'm very familiar with all of this. Okay. Let let me add someone else to the mound table. Uh here. Let's add Philadelphia two one five. Better love, sister Beth. Better love everybody. Better love. Okay. Better love. Um Peace, I have a question for the I have a question for the Admiral. Um what type of protections would be in place? when we do get the reparations, what type of protections would be in place so that um, they don't inflate it? Because let's say they put $5 million in everybody's bank account, they can make a loaf of bread $200 tomorrow. You know what I mean? To offset the money that they gave us. So, like, what type of protections could possibly be in place so that we don't get hit with inflation when we do get it? Business is warfare. And we have to be organized and disciplined, and I suggest strongly that we listen to what Minister Farrakhan and uh, Brother Ishmael Muhammad is saying at the Nation of Islam and build the black army. And I have license to say that because that's what Minister Farrakhan said, Savior's Day 1988, which I personally attended when Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad was supreme captain of the elite fruit of Islam. And America's black Hitler. Okay. Okay. And also, um, I had seen a video earlier today and it's funny that you you know you said um you know you're gonna run to be the vice president and stuff. Because I had seen a video today and I forgot Trump said this when he said um, he said um, black people made like black people built the country. Um and he was giving us our props. I forgot who was there, I don't know if it was the HBCU leaders or who it was, but, um, you know, he was telling us we built the country and we don't get enough credit. So I just, you know, it's no coincidence. There's no coincidences in life. So it's kind of crazy that I seen that video earlier today. And then, you know, now you're saying what you're saying to kind of tie in together in my mind. There's a divine serendipity 
and it's all connected, and it's all um, what Marcus Garvey might call um, universal intelligence. And right. um, so um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will probably be the um, standard bearer for the Democrats, and of course Donald Trump and myself are going to win. I'll be vice president and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I hope uh, President Trump will choose as his attorney general. If I'm elected mayor of Chicago four years from now, Robert F. Kennedy can replace me as vice president because the mayoralty of Chicago is a more influential position than is the vice presidency of the United States. I learned that many years ago my mentor, who is Harold Washington's protege, Bill Doc Wallace himself, a former candidate for mayor of Chicago in 2007, 11, 15, and briefly in 2019. I briefly ran for mayor in 2023. So, and I, so I, yes. uh, not to cut you off, so, and it's also, it's, it's, a, it's not a coincidence, but it's, it's a good thing that you just said what you just said because um, in black history, and just, you know, politics in general, like Chicago is always like a focal point. Um, with, you know, with us, some of the best people come out of Chicago. Um, and it's always, you know, this, like a Chicago mayor is always the focal point. So it's, I can't agree with you there. I understand that the mayor, that the person that's running now, you know, is, is, just the same as Lightfoot, you know, belongs to that group of thinking. Yeah, yeah I actually voted for Brandon Johnson myself, and then I supported um, uh, Paul Vallis 100%. The one that's running now? Yeah. Well, we had the election last week, Tuesday, and I, I mm-hmm. uh, during the um, general election back in um, – I guess I was late February. I voted for Brandon Johnson. I I saw Brandon Johnson that one time, and he impressed me more than Paul Vallis had impressed me at a, a mayoral uh, forum hosted by Operation Push. And but mm-hmm. after I heard that Brandon Johnson badmouthed my president Donald J. Trump, I immediately uh, broke ranks with Brandon Johnson and supported uh, Paul Vallis. And that was the right thing for me to do. So I did an interview with – I'm sorry, Sister Bell, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I seen an interview with uh, Brandon Johnson today, and he was saying how he was a teacher. He never gave a student F. Um, he never gave homework. He never – he got, like, this liberal agenda. And I'm just listening to it like this is the reason why – these kids effed up now. Um, my nieces and my nephews, my little cousins and stuff like that, I, y'all got homework? No, we don't have homework. Well, how the hell y'all going to retain the information? Like, I know what I, even though we hated it, I know what I know now because of homework. Like, if it wasn't for homework, I wouldn't have retained half of that stuff because in class, you goofing off. There's a lot of stuff going on. So you're not retaining that. You retain it when you come home. Um, spelling words. Definitions ten times each, like all that stuff, played a part in making us who we are. Even though we've been taught a bunch of lies and bullcrap, 
but the structure of it. Um, and I look at that as tied into Paul Vallis. So Paul Vallis was um, a superintendent um, in Philly when I was in high school. So that was um, – he was here in between 2002, 2006. Um, he did – he made it a little better. Um, so all the neighborhood schools in Philadelphia um, were put under uh, John Hopkins uh, University, and um, they ran all the programs out of all the neighborhood high schools here. So um, one of the things I can applaud Paul Vallis on, he brought, it was more students went from ninth grade to 10th grade than I would say in Philadelphia's history. Um, so all the neighborhood schools, what they did was they put ninth graders to themselves um, because studies show that, you know, most students drop out of high school in ninth grade. So um, they put us by ourselves. You know, we didn't – we had our own side of the building. Um, that's what pushed a lot of people to graduate with that John Hopkins uh, program that Paul Vallis brought into the city. Um Paul Vallis also brought in um, no child can get any – nobody can get anything under a 60. So if you got a 30 on a test, um, you didn't really get a 30. You got a 60 because, you know, when you average it out, if I even if you got A's throughout the whole school year, if you got a 130 and uh, – let's say a 52 on a test, there's nothing you're going to be able to do during that whole year. Like you're going to fail just from them two, you know, bad grades. Um, so Paul Vallis was okay. Um, I noticed that um, back when I was in high school and I was talking to one of my friends about this. Um, that, that's a, that's a merit right there. See, that's a merit system. Oh, so, 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 so that would be a merit system then. Yeah. You just saw, uh... Now, see, that's how they're, they, they're going to sell this merit system to us, to black folks. Like, we're going to put you guys up here because you guys would be down there because of your circumstances, you know, like um, affirmative action type situation. It's going to look uh, that way. That's how they're going to sell it to us to get us to buy into it, but it's not going to work that way. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be taken away from us. It's con- It's not gaining. You're not going to gain. Um, so, yeah, um, just just look into that, you know. Just the language we use every day, you know, nigga, nigga, nigga that's, that, that's automatically you, you're using racist terms, you know, that, that you're going to, you're not getting any merit there. They're going to take away, like, this is just the everyday stuff we do. It's going to cause us to get um, so many points taken away from us right so that's like that's like um that's just like them tracking you know your carbon footprint like if i get let's say i get something on online it'll say you save such and such and such in your carbon footprint um that's a part of the merit too then because they keep yeah, track the carbon of, footprint of is merit. Mm-hmm. okay and it works in um major corporations they call it uh esg Environmental services, governance, all of that is the merit system. That's all, you know, this is the foundation of it. It's just that when it works for us as citizens, 
it's gonna the 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 scary thing is is the government's gonna be in control of our uh whether we can access our money for the first time. You know, generally you got paper or you had gold or you had something that was in your pocket. Now you got a phone and in order to access your money you gotta go through them and if they think that you're out of merit, what? You know, they're gonna do like China and just cut you off. Or like um, Canada did the bank, the truckers, and just cut everyone's bank right. account off. You see. So, so like, do you uh, see? I see it going in the way of Nigeria. Um, I, I've been, like the past couple of days, I've been seeing that Nigeria been in an uproar because of them digitizing all the, you know, digitizing everything. So now that's leaving a lot of people in the dark. You know, you got older people. You got people that's not tech savvy. You got people that live in the jungle for real. They don't know nothing about that. They been using cash. Like, and then um, the ATM wasn't printing out money. You can only get a certain amount of money. So I don't know. I, 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 I saw think that. When they booted, the, yeah. um, Nigeria is preparing for the collapse of the U.S. dollar. So they're implementing a new system to try to beat it. So they're they're in a better place once it happens. Um, so that's why their 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 system is doing now. So they're pretty much doing program on it right now. The U.S. has been doing it, but U.S. is so big and rich, they're doing it without us even knowing. But uh, in Nigeria, it's like a dry run. Um, and I think they'll get all the kinks out. I think after. Because Nigeria is in bed with China, they're gonna get all kinds of loans and access to things that they didn't have before, and they're gonna be able to pay the U.S. off because the dollar won't have that much of a value. So they could just send back all their debt. I mean, everyone's gonna send back all their debt. We're gonna have so we're gonna look like we so rich. Everyone, all of us gonna look like rappers, man. We could make money phones and everything, but it ain't gonna be no value. You know what I'm saying? So. That that's what they're preparing for in Nigeria, so they people are gonna be hurt, people are gonna complain, but at least they'll be um, able to do commerce after the dollar collapses. So is that why everybody forming up? You know, like the BRICS is forming up, and all these all this other stuff is forming up because they know the collapse mm-hmm. is imminent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you can taste it. The BRICS is like they rubbing their hands together right now. Like, yes, we got it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. You know the the key to it is, and this is this is why you don't never trust this white man. Go through all your brick stuff. Y'all get everybody to sign on to it, and the white man will come. Well, oh, we got this new idea. Check it out. Y'all gonna be right back in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like they they just right. so savvy. So that you know, I I tell people be careful. You know, like all these I can't tell them, but you know, looking at all these countries turning their back. On the U.S., like a cracker don't forget nothing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all think, you know what I'm saying? But see, Y'all but think see we, have to, we, we have to get savvy with them. And, you know, and so what it seems like we're doing is we turn it in because our dollar is nothing but an IOU. So is we, we turn in, are we turning in an IOU for real substance? Nah, because that's what the real. dollar is. But the dollar is not back. The dollar is back. Well, they say the it's dollar. not backed by anything, 
but it's backed by us. It's backed by our labor. It's backed by our energy. The dollar isn't the problem, right? The problem is okay. the system that we have today runs off of credit. You know what I'm saying? It runs off of credit. You you don't even need money if you can get credit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but right. credit is being it's credit is no longer. It's gonna be replaced with merit. It's gonna be mm-hmm. replaced with merit. From credit to merit. You know what I'm saying? So the debt, your debt is gonna be your punishment. You get what I'm saying? Your merit is gonna be taken away. Your your standing, your ability to do things is gonna be taken away. Not just your house or your your personal possessions like with your credit, you know, you didn't pay your credit, you know, they come repossess your stuff. No, no, no. Because repossess your points where you repossess your access to go on a vacation, repossess your access to, to public transportation. Repossess, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to affect you in ways that credit could never affect you because they couldn't build that um, prison. But merit prison, all prisons are built on merit. All those people were uh, messed up. They, you know what I'm saying? They got punished. So this, you know, the merit system is going to be chaotic. But the credit system is what it's replacing. The cash is going to be replaced. I'm not worried about the cash. We're going to get a digital currency. As long as I can swipe my goddamn card and I can buy what I want to buy, I don't care what they give me crack cash in. But the point that I can't say and do the things I want to do without being punished, now that is... That's that's what's scary to me. You know what I'm saying? That job can attach that cash to my behavior. I don't think Americans are gonna go for that. Like I think that's when people are gonna get up off their butt, like and really start, you know, fighting back or really start saying stuff because you know we've been living a this way for so long. Well, just like now, we we a lot of people are discovering that they are the critic, and so and and the corporations have reversed on us. They are the debtors, and we are the creditors, and so they have been all of this time. Uh, reversed on us saying that they were the creditors and we were the debtors. Now that people are waking up and finding out, whoa, wait a minute, we the creditors, now they want to take that status away from us. Is that what you're saying? And give us the merit. Change it from credit to merit. Yeah, now you'll you get all, everything you ever wanted. Just act right about it. You know, And what the brother just said, once they announce over the, the television that the United States dollar has collapsed, but we have a remedy. <laughs> Everybody's going with that shit, man. Ain't nobody going to fight against them. Like, you got a remedy? Let's go with it. You know what I'm saying? I could go to the store tomorrow. Let's go with it. That's, no one's going to fight against it. You know, uh, the fight against it is now. You see Texas coming with a gold standard, um, go back this and all that. That, that to me... And I heard the brother talk about gold. The problem with gold, if I'm doing business, right, and I'm using gold, and and I'm Texas, and Arizona can use fiat currency to pay, purchase all their stuff, that's not fair. I'm using real money. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have to get some fiat currency too because I'm not going to give away all my gold for energy. I'm not going to give away all my gold for fertilizer. I'm not going to give away all the gold for asphalt and things that I need for my state to run. So that's the, it's, it's always going to come back to a fiat, in my opinion, because no one's going to give away, no one's going to pay more than the next man. If I'm paying in gold and he's paying in uh, a digital currency, I'm paying money and he's not. So I want to pay with whatever he's paying with. You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to want to give away my tangible, valuable stuff for nothing. And that's the that's right. the dilemma the whole world is going to come into. And that's what the problem China is going to face. If they think they're going to run a system with a gold-backed currency, the U.S. is going to just sit back and watch that shit explode. You know what I'm saying? Because everything y'all need to buy, y'all going to have to give up some of that gold for it. U.S. ain't never doing that. They always gonna come up with a fiat, so China won't be able to compete. So it's a it's a catch twenty two. It's a goal for me. Like uh, I don't think that's the answer. Right, right. Uh, so to be honest, when people be saying that gold stuff, I don't think that's the answer either. Like I think that's a like that time period has came and gone. Mhm. It will be on back. horses. Yeah, right. So how people go like what? So what people go have a gold like? It's, like you said, it's always gonna come back to a fiat because who carrying gold in their pocket? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But they track. But so they changing fiat. But they changing fiat for marriage. So it's still you you're not know, carrying the gold. It's gonna be digital. It's going to be a fiat based off the American digital fiat that they control. So if I'm paying a digital fiat, because a lot of people, they, you know, I'm just going to use gold. I'm not never having a central bank digital. Okay, so you keep using your gold to buy your food and your, your toothpaste and your toilet paper and all that stuff. You keep cashing in your gold for it while I just go and take my central bank digital currency and buy it. Eventually, you're going to run out of gold. You know what I'm saying? Unless you right. got uh, a safe, your whole house is a safe, you know, because at any point, they could say, listen, man, you need this um, meat, <laughs> you know, and you got all this gold, you know, I, I, if you're giving me gold, I want double for the meat. You know what I'm saying? It's $20, I want 40 if you're paying me in gold. But this is real money, so you need the meat, right? You want, you hungry? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be that type of stuff, man. So I don't see that working. Um, yeah, I just see that we got to prepare for this system here, which is why I was looking at the GPT because I uh, thought that that was something that if we all um, got into, we could be like on the leading edge of it and be using it to fix our problems. Um, but everybody's like afraid of it. <laughs> I don't want to use it. What you mean you don't want to use it? You're going to use it. You, I don't care. Everyone said, I'm not going to use the Internet. Yeah, all right. Everybody <laughs> on the Internet. So <clears throat> it's the new Internet. They already got the search engine in, in um, Google. When you go to Google now and you look at the little boxes on the side and you click it where it says news, images, all that stuff, it says chat. Click on chat. That's the bars. You know, you go to Microsoft Bing. Right on top of it, it says chat. Click on chat, that's GPT. 
So either way you go, you're going to be interacting with it. And if you're not, you're going to be behind. The same way they, they found themselves when they said they wasn't never going to use the Internet. And like, damn, those people on the Internet got all the information. Damn, they're getting it fast. You had to come and join because you had no other option, you know. And now everyone who said they wasn't going to be on the Internet, they call it into an Internet show on Blog Talk Radio, which is an Internet. It only exists on the Internet, you know what I'm saying? It only, so you, you're not going to get away from it. Like, I don't get why people, you know, they, they so, like, the change is so scary to them. Like, man, just we need to be on the leading edge of it. If we had, had knowledge of the Internet prior to us when we finally got on it, right, as black folks, if we was on it from the start, we might have been Google and Amazon and all of them dot-coms that survived. You get what I'm saying? We would have, we might have okay. came up with an idea to how we could make money off this internet thing. Damn, you know, put our brains together. We'll come up with all kinds of stuff. But instead, everybody was spooky. I don't want to get on that. That's going to collect all the information on you. Now you're on it. You so, got it in your damn pocket. You got it. You with it every day. You pull it out every day. 100 times a day looking at it. You know, you on the internet all day now. So I'm telling people we need to learn this new technology because it's not going backwards. they only going forward with it. It's just at the beginning phases. And it's mad people coming up with ways to make money on it, even though the jobs aren't going to be there. It's still going to be hustles. And the hustles is going to come from off of that. You How you can use that better than the next person. If I can make this mm-hmm. CPT make this thing and that person can't, you know what I'm saying? That I have a skill set that I could charge people to make money off of what I know how to do. Same way people make money off of making people web pages and stuff like that. Like that, that job didn't exist until the internet evolved, you know? So uh, that's the key to me. It's always, we have to be at the, as black people, at the cusp of technology because technology is how white people rule the world. They come there with technology. They don't come in there with no uh, even skill stuff. They come in with drones. They come in with laser guided missiles. They come in with technology. All that military stuff is technology. You know what I'm saying? If we know the technology, we could counter them, counter their technology with ours, you know, and, and whoever has the best technology rules the world. If China came out today with something better than the U.S., they'll be in charge. U.S. don't want to get hit with that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's the whole key, man. We still can't defeat the guns. I agree. So, so like, um, driving is merit-based because I just found out that people got these little devices from their um, insurance company. And it, you know, it take money off of, you know, if they stopping at the stop sign, if they collecting your data, if they doing all this stuff right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's um um social credit. Mm-hmm. Merit, that's merit. You get points. Yeah. A few safe driving points. They start you off here. Now you go there, right? You get the merit. Oh, you didn't stop at the stop signs. You go there. You did. You know. You ran a red light. You know what I'm saying? And constantly, every time you go down, your prices go up. And and the way Tesla is going to do it with the self-driving technology embedded in their car, 
they want to offer insurance for their own vehicles. If you're using safe driving, their technology to drive, and you're not driving yourself, your payment will be zero at the end of the month. You're going to get charged for driving yourself. So if you're actually driving your own car, that's how you get your insurance rates to go up. You get what I'm saying? So this is all geared toward getting to the no driver, driverless cars. That, that whole insurance scheme that you're talking about is pretty soon. That's what all of them, all state, state farm, progressive, Geico, the general, they're all going to say, listen, if you're, you have the self-driving technology on, technically you're not liable for an accident if it happens. So we won't charge you for that. We're only going to charge you for when you're actually physically taking control of that vehicle because now you're liable and now we have to charge you because if something happens, we have to pay. You get what I'm saying? So they, they're trying to get to that driverless car stuff. That's how this is working. And also but, um, I signed up for this webinar where you can, where they was teaching us how to, how to get AI to mine your crypto for you. So you never going to lose. because the AI uh, mining it for you and doing all the stuff that it needs to do, it stops you from having to keep checking on it and watching where the level's at and how much you got to put down and you just set the thing and the AI and the AI bot do all the work for you. So, you know, like Sister Bell said, we got to switch it around and use it in our favor instead of it using us. Right. Like like Kwame always say, that's like Kwame always say. We are the divine intelligence, so we the quantum computer here. So you know we got to act like it. We got to use it. I have right. somebody else here that that wants to join the round table. Uh, three three six four five eight. Hey, how you doing, Bev? What's going on, Chuck? His brother. Great, great. Brother D. Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm trying to figure out, like, with the insurance shit, it's like, it, it seems counterproductive because if, if you're not going to charge me nothing for insurance if I'm driving this, like, how is the insurance company going to exist in the future? You see what I'm saying? It's like they, they oh. help them take their own self out of business. Nah, because they're collecting your data. That's what they want to sell. They don't want to sell insurance. Like I just showed that Google makes more money selling and buying data than anything. So everyone's trying to follow that same model. They're the new standard bearer. Everyone's trying to collect your data. That's the point. I got you. I got you. Makes so you, sense put, you put progressive safe driving technology in your car, you're allowing them to monitor your car, track where you are. Then now they have control of all the sensors in your car. They know your, 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 how you adjust your seat, where you have your height, your, your weight, everything from there. They know um, where you frequent. They know all these things. They can sell that information to advertisers to advertise to you, and they're going to get more money than they ever made selling the shrimp. Right, right. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out how it's going to go because it's like, man, that seems like that shit ain't even really going to work out for the insurance company. But now you hit it with the data side, it all makes sense now. It's like they trying to 
basically they they trying to coerce people into not driving. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. See, the, the standard bearer in industrialism, industrial capitalism was scored with the assembly line. Everybody had to copy that same model to make money because they made so much money having an assembly line. They reduced their price of the product. They were able to sell it for more of a premium and all that stuff. Now that the data is the number one factor of making money, all the com- companies that um, had industry, they want to have an industry that's built around collecting the data. They don't want an industry built around actually making the products anymore. That's why nothing's made here. Right, right. Now, another question I had to ask you. It's like, have you heard of, like, the like you was talking about the plugins for the uh for the chat GPT. The basically the online plugins. Have you heard anything else about that? Like if they starting to sell them or not? Oh yeah, you can buy the plugins, um if you type in just Google GDP plugins, it'll tell you. I think um one of them is that company Mid Journey, the ones that made the picture of the Pope with the puffy coat. So they right. were able to, they, they allow you to inter, access the internet to get images um, to put in GTTP if you buy the um, plug-in from them. And it's a lot of companies like that. Well, I think Barnes & Nobles even has a plug-in now that they allow you to go on the internet to get better, more information about the books that they have and this, that, and the other. Right, right, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out because I've been trying. When you when you see the when you see the plugin, I'm sorry to cut you up, but when you see the plugin, the way it works is it gives you the extensions. Uh, it shows you step by step where they got the information from at the bottom, and they give you all the extensions and brings you directly to the paragraph that they extracted the information from. So it's pretty much um like it's reference. Right, so I heard like uh, Red Pill. He just acting like he, like he basically talking to Chat GPT, like it's like it's theory. So that's what I'm trying to say is the is the plug in like that. How is like how is he doing this? Oh, you can talk well, to him. I know. You got a microphone. Mm-hmm. I know somebody that talks to it, and they're doing. Their paperwork, their you know the the legal, uh, the lawful paperwork. Now the chat, it 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 keeps telling this person, I I'm not an attorney. I can't talk on I can't talk on legal stuff. But it's how you ask the question. So he right. knows how to ask certain ways. Then they give him the correct the correct answer. And right. How that's how it. it was when I. That's how it was when I went on there. I went on it, and mm-hmm. it was certain questions it wanted to ask, and I had to reword it. And, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hit it with different scenarios. You know, tweaking. Yeah. But it was it yeah. was crazy because I'm just talking to it like a nigga, like you know what I'm saying? Right. I right. used to do this yeah. certain stuff, and it was it was responding. So when I yeah. switched up how I was talking, it kind of switched up. But then when I went back to yeah. how I started talking, like. I might be writing words and abbreviations and certain little slang, but it, it understood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. And yeah, it's, I, it's I, also I, learning you know from you, too. It, it's learning from you, too. 
Go ahead. Yeah, it probably knows by the way you talk to it that you're black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Certain words you right. use, they can pinpoint the exact area of the country you came from. And plus, it's already on your, they got your IP address, so they know exactly right. who you are. Of course. You know what I'm um, but yeah, it, now when you set it up, you can have, um, like, it's, a, it's another plugin where you could put a person there. Like, you could create a person to do the talking for you. Like, they'll talk to you, and that's like your person. Like, when you chat, log into it, you can interact with that person and have a conversation with him or her. And, you know, instead of reading what it writes, it just tells you. You know what I'm saying? And you could change that avatar. You could make it look millions of different ways and whatever. You know, you could have a dog there or, or a person or a, you know, a black person, a Chinese person, any type of person. Like It's like um, making a character in um, 2K. You know what I'm saying? You kind of just build, you know, the haircut, the, the body build and all that stuff and uh, make the person. And you could also take that person theoretically and put them into um um, different settings, and they all look real. Like the person looks like a real person. Put them like in a setting where it's like a, a news behind it. Like it looks like they're they're working at CNN or something. Or you can put them in a setting where they're at the beach, or you know, and everything looks seamless. It looks real. Right. Yeah. See, I ain't got that deep into it. I, I played with it when it first came out, but I kind of got off of it because it was it was like certain ideas that it was coming up with, I could come up with, like, better ideas. You know what I'm saying? And then they start trying to prompt with the chat GPT, like, trying to get you to buy the subscription. Yeah, yeah, they trying to sell you stuff, that's for sure. And and you got to remember, everything is commercial, and commercial is money. So... Everything yeah, and that's why I, cut, I cussed it out because I'm like, damn, I'm, I didn't pay for the twenty dollars subscription. Now you coming with bullshit ideas, like, so you try to punish me? Like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yo, this shit crazy. This is, yo, I got off of that shit, dude. Like, uh, I ain't paid dollars, man. Now you got bullshit ideas. You got to remember, it's in the baby stage, so you know. So, yeah. <laughs> so see my soul, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's Pretty soon it's going to be like people's best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. some people's only friend. Like they're going to be able to have conversations that feel a lot like you're talking to another person, you know, um, with, with um, expressions and things, you know. Wow. You know, like it's going to it's gonna have like make you feel special when you tell it certain things and it's going to adjust to your personality. That's what GPT-4 is already doing. So um, it might talk to you like, you know, in in hip-hop swing and talk to the next person like, you know, like a, you know, talk to a white girl like, hey, like, you know, you know how they talk. And and it's just going to keep changing for the different people that it's interacting with. Yeah, that's crazy right there. But I, I definitely got to utilize a way to make some money off of it because I was thinking of a couple ideas, but I could never really get nothing off the ground. It helped me with a few ideas that I had, but I didn't really go through with it. But now I see it's kind of really more taking off, and it's, it's like it's, like you said, it's 
starting to be mandatory that you that you knowledgeable about it because if not you gonna you're not gonna make the cut to make that next leap right now that we about to take. So it's mm-hmm. like really together and and do what basically everybody else doing. It's like uh, put our course together for the fam. You know what I'm saying? The one on one and basically go through the steps to help people get more acclimated to it. Yeah, and you gotta that's make all it we work need to for do. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was thinking like that's something that needs to be done like on a YouTube where you know people can log in and everybody's at the same page and you know you just guide people through it. That that might be a pretty good idea. Yeah, but that's, and lot of lot of I mean, people. That's what we got to use before. Telegram. Lot lot of the classes are on Telegram. The different classes and different things. So a lot of people go there, and that's just how they come together and they learn in different things. Yeah, but that it's, it's like the whole thing is everybody don't use Telegram. You know what I'm saying? Like Tupmo mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. YouTube is people on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Or on Instagram or something. Even though I don't really deal with social media like that, but I I be on YouTube a lot, so it it you get a wider audience. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. If you want, okay. It, uh, to me, it's a I bunch like of, Telegram for learning too. Go ahead. It's more private, a little bit more private. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. It's a bunch of videos on YouTube showing people how they um, man, they do sales and everything from it. Um, I I, told, I said on the show before how the guy went and he looked up like the ten best computers. And then um, he found them all on uh, Amazon, and he had the GPT write a little write-up for each computer and uh, had the picture of the computer and pros and cons and all that type of stuff and uh, went from, you know, 10 to number one, the best one, and, you know, had a little part broken off for the best value one and all this stuff. And he just created a web page, put all that information on it, so now when if somebody's going to Amazon, it's to say you put, um, you know, what's the best computers? You click on his page and read which ones. And if you click on that, the link he has that brings you to Amazon, he makes money off of the purchase mm-hmm. right. um, online sales. So that's that. He set up a whole bunch of different pages. He did it in like an hour, you know, 10 best this, 10 best that, or Amazon. And had the GTP do all the descriptions and all that stuff. And, you know, even say you'll add a little humor to it. So it, it sounded a little, you know, when the person read it, it sounded like another person wrote it. And, you know, he's, he was making like $400 a week um, doing that. And he said he just started, you know. So now if he puts more things, top 10 this, top 10 that, goes to Alibaba, goes to eBay, goes to Best Buy and everybody else with the same type of premise, now he could triple, quadruple his money. You know what I'm saying? Right. As long as people are clicking on his links, um, mm-hmm. and once again, you gotta have the, you gotta have all the web pages already that you own the domains to. So he he kind of had the one up on that because he was already doing this, but this just made it so much easier for him. He's like, yo, this made my job like it used to take me hours, days to research all this stuff and put all this stuff and type it and type, uh, proofread it and edit it and all this stuff. 
He's saying, but now this thing does it all for me. And, uh, uh, you know, I just type in what I wanted to do, and it does the whole thing. And I don't have to do nothing but hit send, you know, and put it on the, on the Internet. So there's ways to make money on it right now. Um, but like I said, I don't, you know, know too many um, people that's doing online marketing and stuff like that. I don't think too many people even knew about it. Right. Hey, it's, it's avenues. Like I said, man, we gotta we gotta come up with something and come up with because that's what people doing now. That's that's the new thing. Everybody selling information. So it's guys, we gotta find some lane to. If it ain't using chat GPT in the, the, the format that he's using, or just building up these building up these sites and helping people charge the people to show them how to do it. There's it's so many lanes. What I see with this shit is just ridiculous. Everybody's selling some course or some master class and all that. It's like the more we chat the GTT is a right the whole strip for. But I also think that you need to have something else too going on or some other avenue because when if this say they shut the whole thing down, you know, you, you got to have like a hard copy or something else that you could do, you know, you could have it on the internet and have it somewhere else too, because you can't put all your eggs in one basket, as they say, if they cut the internet off. See, if they cut the, if they cut the whole internet off, I would mm-hmm. say like anyone probably uh, 30, 35 to 38, like those the older We'll be all right, because we remember yeah. the time before it. The people younger than us will be the ones with the problems, because they don't remember a time mm-hmm. without the internet. You know, they, like, uh, I remember a time before cable television, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I can go back to five channels, you know, but my kids can't, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 a, it's the way that the technology moves, you know. So if they did cut off GPP, I, I think that we'll be all right. It'll be the younger generation. It'll be the ones, the ones who um, who who if their parents take their phone, they or the teacher takes their phone, they go sucker punch the teacher. Like those people, they they not gonna know how to survive without it. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be. Yeah. And that's, that's the generation um Peter. Because now think about it. These kids being born since GTP. By the time they get to uh, high school. 13, you know, 14 years old, this thing is going to be 13, 14 years old. This thing is going to do everything for them. They won't know how to do stuff that the people young, older than them know how to do. You know what I'm saying? That they, you, know, you can do that without any help. You know what I'm saying? They won't know how to do anything without that thing telling them, go left, go right, no, plug it here. You know what I'm saying? They won't know how to do anything for themselves, you know, and that's the that's the scary part of it, because they'll be so dependent on this technology, and they won't remember a time when it didn't exist. So they, you know, how did how things operated, you know, how many people could go? I, I would say how many people twenty years and younger could go to a library and pick out books and stuff. You know, what I'm saying they don't know how to do that. And then exactly. I think that's where we come in at. You know how it's, 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 it's yeah. hard. Back man. in the like day, my daughter, 
My daughter is on her little uh, was Robux now, man. It's like that's like a whole other world for them, Bev. I can't even see how we gonna even counteract this stuff because it's, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Go ahead, I hear you. No, it's like how, like our, just say our great grandparents, for women's instance, like recipes, you know, be passed down from generations to generations. You know, we, we that's how we're going to have to kind of pass some knowledge down. At least they could add on what we knew to add on to the new stuff to, to give them a, 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 full, a full perspective. Absolutely. And, yeah, that's the, I think, uh, in the future, the role of the elders will be that, you know, the, um, to be able to get people away from that technology and teach them how to do things that, you know, otherwise they wouldn't know how to do. Because, like you said, the recipes, you know, every time you put a, um, a recipe, like, um, man, they, they got the GTP now. If you open your refrigerator and take a picture and put it in GPP, it'll be able to tell you things that you can make for dinner tonight. You know what I'm saying? Just off of one picture, it's able to identify all the products and things in your in your pot, uh, in your refrigerator and tell you, hey, you can make potato salad, you can make this, you can make tuna fish. You know, just looking at what you had in your, your pantry and your refrigerator. So, well... Uh, Pretty soon, people are going to become dependent on this for recipes. They won't even look for mama's recipe anymore. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They're, they're going to follow it to the T of this. And the other sad part is if you ever put your mother's recipe in the Internet, now GTT knows your mother's recipe. You know, so it's going to be giving that to other people. You know, you know, I want fried chicken. Oh, here, here's a nice southern fried recipe, you know, and they're giving your mother's recipe, and you didn't give them permission to get out of way. But you're training it. You're teaching it. Every time you put something new in it, it's remembering it. Right. And saying, okay, you know, it, without you teaching it, it doesn't know. And that's the key. So be do things off um, not to do everything on off the grid. internet. Right. Off the grid. And that's what the mm-hmm. part of this merit system is you're only going to get merit for things that you do on the internet. So they're going to mm. make it so you have to be on it, you know. And, um, Man, a, a huge place where they're going to test your merit at is going to be in that mm-hmm. metaverse because you're going to be interacting with other people. Don't get into no fights or arguments in that metaverse with somebody. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get punished in the real world for that, you know? So that's one of the key places because that's where all their metadata goes, to that metaverse. All that stuff they can't figure out. They need you to go in there and interact with it so they can figure out all this stuff they don't know, that they can't figure out with um, your phone alone, that they can't figure out with your email address and your text messages and your pictures and all that stuff they already have. This other data, you know, person, personal data, uh, personality traits and things like that, that personality disorders, they'll be able to identify just from you how you interact with other people in that metaverse. So that's um, going to be how you, how you dress up your character They'll be able to tell a lot about you, a lot about your personality. Do, They'll be able to make a profile. Do you have to go? Do you have to go into the metaverse? Um, no, not right now. To... I think how that's going to start is at work. 
You're going to have to interact with that at work if you want to have a job in the future. Because a lot of all this work from home stuff, that ends up on the metaverse. Right now, the, the closest thing to the metaverse is Zoom. But Zoom will eventually become um, your avatar interacting with your coworkers through a headset. And you're doing work. You know what I'm saying? You're working together with people that's not even in the same place as you. So that, how you present yourself in that simulation, you know, and as you become acclimated to that at work, just like the internet, when you go home, you're going to, you know, man, I want to get a computer because, uh, you know, I enjoy interacting with the internet at work. So you go home and got a computer and you would put this, it's going to be the same thing with the metaverse. You know, I bought my daughter the headset. She likes it. I mean, she plays the games on it. I don't know how uh, interactive she is in it, but, you know, it, the games are okay, you know, if that's all you're trying to do with it. But um, eventually they're gonna, it's going to be a place where, uh, and once you add this GTP in it with the real engine and you can make it look really real, I mean, um, like when we did the shows on the metaverse, if your life is shit because you have no merit, you know, that's going to be your saving grace. You know, that might be the place where you have stuff. You know, you you could be living in a, you could be a homeless person, but you got a house in the metaverse. You know what I'm saying? You got a car in the metaverse. You got uh, nice clothes in the metaverse. So you're going to want to live there. You're not going to want to live in the real world. And that's going to cause psychosis. But, but, how, but to me, how is that going to work when you look, you in the metaverse living in the mansion, but you setting in the alley with the rats running all over your feet and stuff, and you feeling them, but in but you in the metaverse sitting in the mansion. Yeah, you ever see the um? Uh, y'all probably don't see this in Detroit. You ever seen a dope fiend on the? Uh, you can see one on the train passed out on the side of the, you know of the train. Rats mm-hmm. running through. Everything. They don't care. They don't feel that. Mm-hmm. They high. This is dealing right. with your dopamine. You're gonna get a right. release right. when you're in that right. other in that other space. You know, your kids are gonna be crying. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like, "Shut up! I don't even want to hear them. I want to just continue being in my grandeur." You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I said, it's gonna lead to psychosis, especially um narcissism. Uh, it's a whole mm-hmm. it's a whole paper on that how narcissism and um the video games, and that's not even counting the method. I mean. The, this is going to be video games on steroids. So, uh, and how they're going to get you there, if you remember, Bev, when we did the show, is going to be through the gamification. Gamification is they're going to offer you little, little games that you play, and if you play it, you get rewards in the real world. So you're going to go on there trying to get a, a free Big Mac or a free coffee from Starbucks or something. You know, you're going to play along to get it, and then you're going to become addicted to it. You know, because it's going to be that easy, you know. And, and um, once again, that's going to – how you interact with people in that world will equate to the merit you have in the real world, just like it does on you uh, Facebook. You keep putting stuff they don't want you to put there, and they kick you off for two weeks, and next thing you know is two months, and then next thing you know is two years. It's going to be the same thing in this, you know, you, you know, especially if you depend on these – gamifications to survive, you know, you get free food, you get free clothes, you get all this stuff for free if you if you're in it, you you know, you're not gonna wanna mess up your merit. Let me uh bring someone else to the 
Mound Table, uh, 773-895. Is it Mound Table or is it Round Table? <laughs> Eight, brother Terrence, what's good, brother? <laughs> <laughs> man, I hope I didn't fuck table. up by moving down here to Memphis, man. <laughs> I was thinking, man, how do you, you leave Chicago for so many hours to Chicago, man? Damn, man. man. I literally, um, Judge Joe Brown was on Dry Bone Show, so I had just got off the line. And, you know, because he's supposed to be running for man out here, and all the stuff he said, I'm like, damn. Shit, I might as well would have stayed. I might as well stay my head. You better off staying with whoever you like for it, man. Man. Well, but the but the thing no, but the thing is, he he dropped. It's not it's not all that bad. But the thing is, like, okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Just we sticking with the technology. Now, the area where I'm at now, the internet hardly works or it's super slow. Um, same thing with the cell phone service. The GPS don't work, so it's kind of like if I need um. Cause I'm still learning my way around. I've only been up here since, you know, I've only been here since last Saturday. And so it's like I basically got to use muscle memory. Okay, I got to remember the streets, remember the landmarks where I went, whatever, because the GPS don't work. So what he was talking about basically was like they got all this money they're supposed to be using to build up the infrastructure and everything, and they just basically tricking it off. Now, what was interesting all the areas I've been driving around, I've only seen one cell tower. Now, compared to my old neighborhood where I used to stay in Chicago, you know how we used to share pictures of um, cell towers and everything. So, like, the one block, like, in the, maybe about a three or four block radius, it was, like, three or four cell towers over there. And I know, and I specifically remember there was one right by the police station. There was one by McDonald's. And then, like, every other block, it was a cell tower. Around here, it's not like that. And, I mean, I've been driving around looking and looking and looking. I've only seen one cell tower. So I don't know if that has to do with the bad Internet service and stuff like that, even with the TV and the streaming. Half the time, I don't even watch the TV because every time I come on the channel or want to watch stream something, it just spins. It, it, it doesn't work. And then something else I've noticed since I've been down here, uh, I don't see a whole lot of people walking around with cell phones. Not saying they don't have them, but compared to what I used to see up in Chicago, you don't see nobody walking around here on cell phones. Maybe a, a couple of the young people, but it's just just something you just don't see down here, you know. And it's uh it's kind of interesting. It might it might not be safe to walk around with your cell phone down there, man. <laughs> where you where are you at? Where I'm you outside at of again? Memphis. Okay. Yeah, and um, that, um okay. mm-hmm. I, I think that um that that's interesting, right? Because uh I got some cell phone towers on every building. It's not like it's like I can't right. find a building without them. In the south right. the southern Republican states, maybe that's they they were against this stuff. Remember they was against this from the start. If you read the activist posts. They were pro- protesting that 5G like crazy, them southern states. So maybe 
That's why you don't see them everywhere because they didn't And you know what? That and that makes sense because like compared to Illinois, y'all, it's like basically everything that like for example down here, if you get if you're a medical professional, if you got caught performing abortion, you get charged with a felony. Um, you don't gun laws open concealed carry. You don't have to have no permit down here. Let me see what else. Just just even with the basic stuff. Um it's it's a like you it's a red state. And um like I say, it's nothing bad, but I know it's kind of like a little adjustment because like I was used to being in that fast paced environment and down here it's not like that. But I could tell you one thing now you'd be dealing with a lot more black people down here because as far as Memphis, I think the back the black population is around sixty four, sixty five percent compared to the white populations around 27, then you got every, everything else besides that, you know. Isn't, but yeah, isn't it's far- it a lot of, uh, isn't it a lot of Mexicans down up in Texas? You know what, Bev? I've been here since last Saturday. I've seen three Mexicans. One of them, mm. it was a female I was talking to in the grocery store. Ironically, Thomas, it was a Kroger. And she was telling me, because uh, Kroger's like the main grocery store down here, and she was telling me which ones to go to, which ones not to go to. Basically, she was telling me, stay in the white areas, because those are the best stores. But even even going to the different grocery stores and Whole Foods and all that, you don't see nobody walking around on no cell phone. I said, huh. And they do have, like, as uh, far as the actual stores, I know – I seen a couple AT&T and Verizon and I haven't seen anything else. And even with the banks and stuff, they don't hold Chase is not popular down here. You see more like Wells Fargo and Bank of America's, but they have more like local banks. And then if you actually go into Memphis, it's actually more credit unions. And um I think we talked about in the line of that I had sent y'all an article about the governor of Tennessee here just had signed off on a bill basically saying that they're going to back up their economy, their state economy, with gold and silver. And I noticed, like, some of the other Republican states, like with Georgia was talking about it, and Texas was talking about it too. But Texas, they're talking about with their digital currency backing it up with gold and silver. And I was wondering, how. I mean, how would that even work, you know? Yeah, remember last time the South decided they was trying to have another monetary system in the North, what happened? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So we can get um, back to that point. Mm-hmm. No, let, but let I me, mean, uh, like this, uh-huh. I, go ahead. I wanted to add someone else to the mound table here. Um, oh, Okay. Okay, hold, hold on your thought, though. 618660. Hey there, hey there, Sister Bell. This is Brother D, St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis. Hey, 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 I just had wanted to comment. See, that, that's how it is around the area, like in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But see, what you, but, but what you got to pay attention to them cell phone towers, see, they made them so inconspicuous now where you can't really tell what they is now, like around here. 
You know what I'm saying? And like you, you, you might be looking at them different. You got to really look, brother D. They, they, okay. uh, they have them on top of churches. They have them on top of police uh, stations. They have them on top of uh, most businesses. You know what I'm saying? But they not made like towers that you used used to seeing. They they got them right. real small now, like like that top part that you see on top of the uh the buildings, like on the top of them. They just use that part on top of the buildings. They don't need that full antenna and see them right. places get. And that's what I was saying. That's what I was seeing on in in Chicago because and it was crazy. I think I had sent y'all pictures a couple of years ago. They made them so small now. Even like on, when you get on the train platform, they have them on the platform and they look like little TV antennas. And I even saw some satellites. But like I said, down here, like I said, maybe I need to look more closely. But I haven't seen them. And see, look, the pe- people get paid to have them on their establishment. See, that's a part of the deal. You know what I'm right. saying? Like okay. Churches, okay. Like they get paid to have them on on their establishments. You know, it's like like they get some type of tax credit or or whatever. You know, whatever. You know what I'm right. saying? So that's that's what I want you to okay. let, let you know because like like down it's the same area. You know, Tennessee ain't too far from from us. You know, it's right. You know, and like you were saying, like it's a lot of black people. It's a lot of black people around these areas where you you really wouldn't know the difference because they they got us so bunched in together. But once you leave out of a certain area, it's no blacks no more. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. what you're looking right. at when you're down there in Memphis. I, I I'm familiar with Memphis. You know, I've been down all through there, all through Tennessee, all through down there. You know, it's right here. They got they even have Memphis in May. Yeah, so right. That, that's and one I know it's like, and I, I know, and I know it's like with a lot of the businesses down here. Even what shocked me when I, because I have to transfer my medical files down here to the the veterans hospital down here. It's all black women. The social workers, they all black. And I have, like I said, I, I ain't gonna get into it, but I didn't have no problems with them, as opposed to what I did up in Chicago. Well, you know, they're like friendlier. A lot of people up in them areas, in these areas like in St. Louis, they're more depressed than in certain areas because uh-huh. the criteria of of, of how you got to be is, is a different standard than Chicago, than St. Louis, than New York, you know, any of them type of places. Like down there, it's more laid back. They don't give a fuck and fuck you too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I'm just, you know, I'm just being, I'm just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a lot of people when they come to these uh, like small areas and they come from those big so-called areas, they get played a little bit different. They really see how it really is. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just say, you know, they can't pull them same schemes and and stunts that they pull off in them cities. They be looking at you crazy, like. Uh yeah, I'm from the country, but we don't fall for that. <laughs> right, common right, sense, right. You know what I'm yeah. It's common sense, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I want to comment, but that's you have to pay attention to them them towers, they done got real slick with them now. You know. Yeah. But like I said, it's in it in it in the tripped out thing about it like even with the weather, like last week for example, last Tuesday, 'cause you know we had some storms and stuff. Um, all they talked about on the TV 
was the rain, and this was Tuesday, and that was around about the same time they was getting they had that little so-called insurrection with the with the two Justins in the in, in the in the um the state west from Knoxville, Nashville, and here they didn't even talk about that. They talked about the dog on rain all day. Hey, that hey, that was the biggest thing, and it was a car fire on one in the streets. And that's all they talked about. Hey, on the I had wanted to comment on that. I had wanted to talk to somebody about that so bad because they got everybody mm-hmm. so fucked up with them damn uh, talking about it's going to be flooding, it's going to be storms, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's, you, you need to bunk it down today. They were saying this shit, look, and I stayed mm-hmm. out all day and I prayed and made sure that shit, and then none of that shit happened what they talked about. So, and then they was talking about it the other day, and it still didn't happen. So, they just make it older people and people who sit around and look at their TV blood pressure go up and, and be talking on that internet, talking back and forth to each other. Oh, it's going to storm. Oh, it's going to do this. Hey, you got to be careful. It's been a storm today. You, you know what I'm saying? Because I was in and out of gas stations and people was talking about that. And I made sure I stayed outside and then none of that stuff happened. Now, you know, we don't get tornadoes and stuff frequent around here. We have a few touchdowns here and there around Southern Illinois and St. Louis here and there. Right. But not for the most part, you know what I'm saying? But they had, the, they say the Red Cross is ready. You know, this was like a week ago, right, the same storm you was talking about that went through Memphis and, you know, it came through here too. But they straight right. had the news telling people, like, it's, it's, it's going to be a disaster. You know what I'm saying? I was like, uh, I'm making sure I stay outside just to see this. And then none of that stuff happened. And look, I went to a restaurant from uh, Eastern European people from over there, Albania somewhere. They was like, oh, I wish I could wait for the news so I could tell people all the lies that they talk about. I was like, uh, we, we fell out laughing in the restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but they but did the same well. thing. They did the same Go thing ahead. here in Michigan. They they talked about we was having a tornado and it was going to be so bad. And I was out in it. And when I talked to one of my elder relatives, she was sitting at home scared. And I'm like, I've been outside all day. I ain't witnessed none of that. And so you're right. Right. Because when I left, I left out Saturday morning. Hell, matter of fact, them two days before I left, that went, that Thursday and Friday, we had that big old windstorm. And then when I left Saturday, shit, it was snowing. It stopped raining and it started <laughs> snowing. And like I said, coming down 57, the wind was blowing real bad. I know it knocked off a couple of trucks off the road. But then once I came into uh, came into Missouri and once I got to Arkansas, shit, it was it was it was gravy after that. But it's just like Tom. It's just like we're down here though. When it even when it rains, when it is not raining bad, it's like with the internet, everything it just it knocks it out. And then, like I said, if it happened up in Chicago, it it wasn't no problem. So, like I said, that's that's why I was wondering maybe just just the, the infrastructure the is oh, not know, set up trees, like it is in the city. When the I just trees fight way down there. That's another thing. It's the internet is bad around them areas because you got you got you got so much energy going on around down there that that got something to do with it too as well. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. anywhere you go down in the Carolinas, anywhere they never got they never picked their internet stuff up real good like in the cities. So that's that's a fact. 
Is there well, a mountain? Do you have mountains? Do you have mountains around you? Do I have what? Mountains. Uh, no, but it's but you know what though, it is a lot of I mean like a real heavily dense like forest area. It's a lot of trees around here. Yeah, remember trees look, knock out the five How far are you from the river? How far are you from the river? That's what I was about to say. That's why they Ooh, probably make a big you know deal what? out of the rain. I'm about a good. You're in the nah, valley. The sh- You're in the valley, dirty. You're in the valley. Yeah, that's why that's they make a. That's why they make a big deal out of the rain down there because that river does overflow in Memphis. Right. But you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm a half hour. I'm literally a half hour away. Half hour, maybe about a twenty twenty five minute drive from downtown Memphis from the river. So yeah. But I know it's like the closer okay, you get to the, the river, though, like the closer you go valley. back downtown, the the far as the internet GPS is not that bad. But the further, like I'm further east, the further east you go, then then it, it you don't get no signal or anything. Hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, wow. like I said, I'm not sure. It's just, you know, hey, it's man, just you, how it is here, you know? You better than me, man. I don't go below the Mason-Dixon line, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I don't want to see Davy Crockett in there, man. You keep those crackers, but man. My, I, Hey, but tell me, so my car insurance, my premium did go up $200. Don't I? And the judge, but he was like, yeah, because they down there carjacking and stealing cars and they drive crazy. That's why my stuff went up. I said, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, they were saying that's a serious car theft place down there in Memphis, man. And they like American cars, too, which is strange. I think it's a New York thing, maybe, that, you know, if someone has an American car, like, that's not, like, I don't care what brand it is, maybe a Tesla. It's not considered a, a luxury car. Like, you know, you got to right. have some from Germany. You got to have some from England or some, Italy, you know. And this is the foreign car capital here. Uh, but, um, well, yeah, you know, you you know they're river, supposed man, to be um, a Ford plant. They putting a Ford, if, if they haven't finished, you know, Ford is supposed to be building an electric vehicle plant here. I don't know if you heard about that or not. Yeah, I heard Judge Joe Brown talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it's Ford and it was somebody else. So, um, and then like up in Nashville, they spending all this money. They supposed to be getting a um, brand new stadium for the for the Titans and everything. So, but like I said, from what I've been hearing so far, it's like yeah, Memphis is kind of jacked up. But everything outside of Memphis though is is you know it's 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 okay. But like Wait, you said, Titans, it's red. The Titans don't play in Memphis. <laughs> No, 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 no. They play in Nash. They play in Nashville. I never knew that. Okay. Yeah, and Nashville is actually the biggest city in Tennessee. It's Nashville, yeah, then Memphis, then Knoxville. Knoxville, yeah, yeah. That's where um, I think Elvis and them stuff is at. But wow, I, 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 I thought that Opry at, the Grand Ole Opry out there, right? The Grand Ole Opry is in Nashville. See, that's what and Graceland and Graceland is here. It's here in Memphis. That's yeah, Graceland, but that, but that, but that Opryland. That's where they, you know, they did all of they, they little Mason stuff with everything with the Dolly Parton, all of them in on it. You know what but I'm you saying? But you know what? That, by numbers, you know by numbers, Nashville, Nashville's thirty-three by numbers. Funny you said that. 
Yeah. Nashville, that's where <laughs> that's where anywhere where you got that music in Hollywood at, it's 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 it's, it's going down. Right. Right. And then you know you got music in Memphis. You got people got old dusty money. What they what what brother Robert X say? Uh, old Testament, goddamn it, down there. Look. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, hey. So you know what I'm saying. So you got to look at that too. Wow. Well, yeah, uh, we're getting down close to uh, our time. Does anybody have anything that they want to uh, put out before we leave? I, I don't know, Thomas, week. if you already talked about it, what do you, well, as far as the, the digital currency, do you think that's mm-hmm. coming sooner or later, or is it you think it's going to even happen at all? Well, I've heard it has, it has to be, it's got, definitely got to happen because the dollar is right. done. And they gotta have a alternative for it. But I, from what I understand, is it's not gonna take place until they have until November. So it could have come any time between now and November. I've heard the summertime, um, and I think uh, they definitely want to have the new currency out before the prices of gas goes up because the gas should be going up tremendously um, this summer because Saudi Arabia. As already said, they're not sending no more gas to the United States. Right. Right. Uh, more than what they already sent. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to make any special arrangements or anything for the United States. So that already lets you know that um, the price of gas is going to be damn near ten dollars a gallon come the summertime, if not more. So they want to have this currency in place around that time. They need a lot of bad things to happen so that we just accept. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of this stuff is being done by design. What about all the the gas we have here already that we have? Remember with, with the reserves and all of that? Uh, what, what, what's going on with that? Well, Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline. So you can't get the gas down. And uh, if they do open it back up, it'll take a some time to get it running again and um, they got to get away with gas. You, you, you know, it's current, it's electric time. You know, this is the great reset. This is it. They got, they're going electric. They, they don't care about that gas industry anymore. That's why they didn't push it. They didn't really push back on Iran and Saudi Arabia and China for coming together to create the petrol you want. They're not pushing back on it, which lets me know that they are with that. Um, they're going to back this currency with chips and artificial intelligence. And everyone's mm. going to want to have the artificial intelligence because if they don't have it, the U.S. will be so far ahead of them. So they're going to have to have it to compete. You know, who's going to be able to compete with our kids once they if everything they do and they get a little uh, person in their pocket telling them how to do it and, they, and the other people don't. You know what I'm saying? So it, that's the key is they, they want to promote this uh, artificial intelligence around the world and say, listen, man, fuck, fuck with you. Get this artificial intelligence. You know what I'm saying? That this is, this is more powerful than for you. This is, you know, and that's how they're going to try to do it. That's in my opinion. Okay. Mm. Hey, I want to comment on one more thing, uh, brother Thomas, with, see, with that light fire. You see, you remember we had all those dingy yellow lights everywhere. 
in the mm-hmm. city, you know, all the dingy lights that was around everywhere, and they changed them to these new high, these lights, these new LED lights. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, that, oh. that's a part, see, that's mm-hmm. a part of the, the total surveillance. Because all those lights, they hooked up with that, with the, with the, with the, what you call it, with like that, that uh, where they can turn them on and off at any time where they all in sync with each other. Is that yeah, the yeah. That's how they blue light? To, they say that's how they're going to be able to do the driverless cars totally because the light's going to be communicating with all lights. And, it's light everywhere in the daytime, even at nighttime, you know, and that's, they say the light's going to be communicating. That's how they, that's going to be a part of the, uh, the technology to get driverless cars basically everywhere. And that's why they pushing that electric too, because that's basically what going to push it. But at the back of the, at the end of the, uh, at the end of the, of the, of the, of the, of the concrete, it's going to be some generators. That's pumping oil and gas that's making all that shit work. So what's the difference? <laughs> right, that's what they saying. That's what they saying. They still using the gas for the generator. Okay. And I heard that Ford was. Hmm. What'd you say? No, I said no, I what we got to do with with the fam. We got to come up with Tutmos and us got to come up with these companies. That uh, the investment platform for these companies because they're putting so many trillions of dollars in building this new infrastructure. And there's going to be a lot of money that we can make on investing in these companies because the technology coming. So we can't get our way around that. But we can make some money off these certain companies that's going to be putting up these EV charging stations and all this stuff. And and that's why I'm saying, you know, we have to look at this as an opportunity time, just like when all the stores burnt down, uh, I, I think it was Chicago, and now they opening up the new stores, but these are black-owned supermarkets now, you know. So these are oppor- the system is changing. So these are opportunities for us to come up with, our system or however we want to do or add on, but these are opportunity times. Hey, Sister Bill, yeah. I, I wanted to comment yep. also on, you know, when we, when we, when we talk about, when we talk about uh, being segregated, I kind of like mm-hmm. look at that a little different because that kind of like fuck people up in a sense, because you got little kids, they raise up in school and they go along, they get taught to go along, get along. But by the time they get in college, they go to separation. That don't even make common sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's totally, that's totally against. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it just make you a wishy-washy type person. And I, I've been aware of that because I can give, I can care less about school. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I don't care what type of degree you got. I can sit there and hold a conversation with you and shut you down because common sense. And all that that rhetoric and book sense, you know, that book talk, it don't add up to real when you when you coming from deep within, you know, common sense. So that that was like a a, a setup, you know, got us got what, us what, all what? trapped. You know, what I'm saying everybody gets segregated now that they grown, but they get taught as a child, oh, everybody is together. 
See, oh, that's another thing. That's what got us all messed food? up. You like-minded person because that being segregated, that's new stuff. Segregation being was all together, and they got they got documented that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody always been fighting, and everybody always been using each other. You know what I'm saying? So that segregation is more focused right now because they need people to be on that to just keep stuff at, on this. You know, to keep the scales to keep people uh, divided, unbalanced, and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. They didn't segregate until we started doing better than them. Then they didn't right. want. Oh no, you know. So we talked right. about 1871. Hey, if you ask the had, if you ask the white hunky, they'll tell you. If you ask the white hunky, they'll tell you we always been doing better than them. They always talk about their uncle or their cousin. Oh yeah, my uncle got this or you know. Unless you really know some of them that really got some paper, but other than that, man, they they be faking that shit. They 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 be just talking because they got good credit and they be having bills up the fucking ass. I'm talking about they have bills up the ass because they take on all that credit and they have to work their ass off. That's why they be so fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I I talk. I got some hunky friends, you know, and I call them a hunky. You know what I'm saying? Right to their face. So. They tell me they problems, but you know a hunky tell you everything about them as soon as you meet them. I don't know if that ever happened to y'all, but that that happened to me often. If you well, I have people. a I have a lot of I have a lot of white clients, and they got at least like you say they going through stuff worse than we are. So you know. The, the color don't have nothing to do with it. Well, I'll tell you that's, one thing. That's the women, that's the women that's down here easy saying. to talk to the women up in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to talk to about 25 women as we everywhere. But it, brother D, but it's just like what you said. You just what you just said. Like them all bougie Negroes up in Chicago. Like I said, they all got a lot of them got degrees and everything. But then they lost their sense of identity where they came from. So these people down here, they the, they the total opposite. They're easy engaged. You know, they they yeah. down to earth. Up there, I they, they just gone. And I ain't gonna miss it. <laughs> no, it sounds like you enjoying it. The energy, just a whole it. different energy. To keep it where we at, right, is the key tenant to us, how it messed us up with segregation when they put that on us. Because we couldn't, mm-hmm. we all had to stay in the same area. So right. it didn't matter if you was a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, a banker. Dennis you lived right. next door to the, the pimp, the prostitute, the hustler. Everything stayed in one community, and they didn't allow right. us to ever pass that wealth on because... You know, if, if you raise your kids in the ghetto, your kids is going to become ghetto. You know what I'm saying? So they, right. the kids didn't follow behind the that generation before them because they didn't, they weren't raised to. They were raised next to, you know, the, all the black people lived together. So that's how segregation really messed us up, man. Because, um, you know, you, we weren't allowed to take out our money and go buy a house in a nice part of town. You know what I'm right. saying? We had to stay right next door to the 
to the people that's, you know, you, you own your house and you pay next door, living next door to the people that's, you know, in the projects. You know, it's, it's just how it goes. So that messed us up and that set us back. Um, yeah, that's all segregation and redlining and all that stuff. Uh, and we've never broken out of that, even though we can. You know, we at the point now where we can move where we want, but, you know, we still hold on to those same, you know, fears of, you know, something's going to happen or whatever. Uh, but I was going to say last, next week, uh, um, Generation Beta, uh, a playoff of Generation Alpha, um, so we're going to discuss the next generation of kids being born, starting with the GTP um, and how they're going to look at the world much differently than us once they have this technology always at their fingertips, as opposed to the kids who don't. All righty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks, to everyone, for joining us at the roundtable. Look forward to next uh, Monday. And we will have Dr. Robert X with us tomorrow. So thank us and better love everyone until ne- till tomorrow love, and next Sunday. Thank better you. Love. Thank us. Better love. Throughout my life, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. no matter what I've done. You've been merciful, and your love endures through all things. For that, I am eternally faithful. Since my date of birth, brought you nothing but hurt. Play-Dohs, video games, stole chains from your purse. Sat on a cold core bench till I was arraigned in your skirt. Saw the pain in your face, still you maintain the smirk. All you did was motivate, don't let them hold you back. What I do, I turned around and I sold you crack I was a bastard for that, still I'm drowning in shame Just remember one thing now, you're not to blame You was newly separated, trying to escape your world And through my thirst, I didn't help you, I just made things worse I hated me and everybody that created crack Had me thinking the newest kicks and the latest gas Still haven't apologized, so please play this back while I try to come to terms with such a heinous act You know in more than one way cocaine numbs the brain All I did was think about how the funds once came Then I ran across this memory and it stung the brain How can you ever destroy the beauty from which one came? That's the savage, you the reason why me and these beasts make a marriage Why I rhyme above average and I ain't shit Glad you got yourself together, no thanks to me Strong and beautiful, the way things should be You must love me And fighting continued As I plundered through your stuff And snuffed your clothes to school Got intense, real intense As we got older Never believed it would lead To me popping one in your shoulder With my rings Knew you had it Cause you took too long As Mickey, Annie and the girl That bought it looked on Puffing and puffing Gun in my hand Told you step outside Hoping you said no But you hurt my pride Made our way down the steps Maybe you thought it was just a threat Or maybe your life was just that crazy And you was begging for death Try to justify this in my young mind 
but the adrenaline and my ego hurt combined Drove me berserk, saw the devil in your eyes High off more than weed, confused I just closed my young eyes and squeezed What a sound, open my eyes just in time to see you stumbling to the ground Damn, what the fuck I done now? Running around in the circle Thinking I'm ass out, high gun burning my waist, ran straight the jazz out like a stranger. Damn, I just shot my nigga and ran up into the night as if it was not my nigga. Left the scene, how could I go out that way? Still you act to see me in the hospital the next day. You must love me. you from this life and keep you away from the game but you was one of the few people that i can trust and the fact of the matter i slang these five for us you put the pressure on me daily rarely would you let it go but for the thousand and one time i had to tell you no but it was one of those days when nobody was around and i needed an emergency trip out of town search my mental rolodex for all the numbers i know as you stared in my face asked me could you go Reset tender, everything will go smooth Just tell her what to do and everything will go through Strap your body with the fangs as you boarded the plane Couldn't explain the strange feeling that I caught in the vein I'm thinking, why would I send you when I knew it ain't right? I'm thinking, what would make you sacrifice your life? You must love me Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.